This last month we've been talking a lot about the best Christmas ever. But tonight I want to ask you, what would it take for you to have this the best Christmas ever? It's a good question. And I bet if we posed that question to every single person, we'd probably come up with at least a couple of hundred different answers. For some of you it might be health or healing. For others it might be just comfort from somebody who's not with you this Christmas. For others, it might be that special toy, the laptop, the droid, whatever it is. Whatever was on your Christmas list, you'd say, that would make this the best Christmas ever. And don't you love it when kids say, I really hope I get this, they're three, because I wanted it my whole life. <laughs> don't you love it when they do that? It's just really precious. Well, maybe that, for them, that would make this the best Christmas ever. But how about you? What would make this the best Christmas ever? I want to bring us back really simple tonight. Christmas is about a birthday. It's the birthday of Jesus. It's easy to lose that, isn't it? I mean, when you go into Walmart and you go into Meijer and you see everybody running around and sometimes not acting all that nice, and you kind of go, is this what a birthday is all about? It's a birthday. It's the birthday of God's son, Jesus. And we're celebrating tonight saying, thank you, God, that he was born into this world. See, it's our, it starts in Luke. Let me just read a verse for you from Luke. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. It's all about a birthday. If it wasn't for the birthday, what would we have? Not a whole lot. We certainly wouldn't be celebrating Christmas today. Well, you know, when Jesus was born, he was a special kind of a baby. And we know that because God told us that. In John 3.16, you probably remember this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only son. You know, that's kind of a strange birthday if you think about it for just a minute. Normally when people celebrate birthdays, do they give gifts or do they receive gifts? Yeah, they receive gifts. And when Jesus was born, the three wise men, they got it. They came and they brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They brought him gifts. And today where Christmas is different is that we celebrate Christmas by giving each other gifts. But have you stopped to think about what kind of gift you might give to God this Christmas? What do you give somebody who has everything? Right? But Christmas is about him. It's not just about us. And when Jesus came to this earth, he brought something very special. He brought all kinds of gifts with him, but two in particular that are, that are also for us. But let me talk about this baby for just a moment. See, yesterday I was in Walmart and I was in the return line. See, I got smart. Return something before Christmas not after. And I happened to be behind this guy who was dressed in a Harley Davidson jacket. Kind of a big burly guy, a beard. And I always like talking to those guys. See, because I drive a Honda 1300. So I always like hassling the guys that drive Harleys. So I struck up a conversation with this guy about his Harley and he, I, I'm not kidding you, he about cried 
and he, because he hasn't been able to drive his Harley for a couple of months, and he said he just got back from going to the storage to go see his Harley. I said, well, what did you do? He said, I just sat on it. <laughs> I don't know who he was consoling, the bike or him, but he was consoling someone. So anyways, we were talking for a while, and he says to me, he says, you know, this is the best Christmas ever. And my ears perked right up. I said, it is? He says, uh-huh. I said, you must have got a Honda. <laughs> he didn't like that comment. Well, he said, no, 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 better than a Harley. I said, so you got a Harley? He said, no, better than that. So what happened? What did you get? He said, I got a baby. He said, I got a baby on Monday. And that was awesome. And you know, he says to me, I'm not here to buy gifts because I just got the best gift ever. And I thought, this guy really understands Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas. And he said the same back. Do you realize that's what Christmas is? It's about a birthday celebration of Jesus. Well, one of the gifts that this baby brought along when, when Jesus was born, it's two gifts that you and I need. The first of those gifts is the second half of John 3.16 that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. That's a gift that all we can do is receive that gift. You can't earn that gift. You can't pay for that gift. You can't work for that gift. God comes and says, would you like that gift? And all you and I have to do is say, I want that gift. And God says, you got it. It's yours. But then there's another gift he brought. Now, I want you to open up a Bible. If you don't have your Bible with you, uh, that's okay because there's pew Bibles everywhere. Okay, if you're in a chair, it's under the chair, it's, it's behind the chairs. Uh, and I would encourage either every person or share with somebody, please open up a Bible. Turn to Isaiah chapter nine, Isaiah in the Old Testament, chapter nine. It's on page 489, 489. I'd like you to read these. We're gonna look at three Bible verses tonight. And I want you to read them along with me. So please take a moment, grab a Bible, open it up, page 489. And I want you to look on page 489 in the right-hand column under chapter 9. You see the big 9 there? About halfway down, find the 6, verse 6. Isaiah 9, 6. And I'd like you to read it with me. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I want you to think tonight about that, that last section, Prince of Peace. What does that mean? Do you realize God wants to give you a gift tonight? God doesn't want any of us to leave here tonight without this gift. It's this gift of peace. Peace is something that's kind of extraordinary. You see, God gives us a different kind of peace. It's a peace that you can't find anywhere else. It's a peace that comes with God. But you can't have it outside of God. You can't just, it's not like a mail order that you can say, can I have an, an order of peace, please? And then you get an order of peace. Or some of you will open gifts that somebody mailed to you and you say, oh, that's nice. Thank you for that gift. But it's not the same. See, peace is different because peace is more like an engagement ring. You see, when you have an engagement ring, gals, there's a guy behind it, isn't there? 
I mean, I've never known any woman to say, look, I got an engagement ring. And when you say, well, who's the guy? They, they say, I don't have one, but I sure like the ring. <laughs> you can't do that. See, behind the ring is a guy. Well, if you want peace, then it comes with Jesus. Or let's flip it around. When you have Jesus, he brings peace. And you know, peace is something that we want. Do you know what peace is? Let me define it very simply. It's a quiet heart. It's when your heart's at rest, your heart is quiet. And it could mean that you may be in the middle of what seems like a hurricane, that things are going around you, that life is hard, circumstances are hard, things are not going well, you're afraid, you're scared, something's going on. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are around you, that when God gives peace, your heart is quiet. Now start turning over. We're going to look up two more Bible verses. Luke chapter 2. This is on page 725. Peace is that gift that God gives that is above all other gifts. It's the gift that says, I'm okay, even if everything in my life isn't. And you realize God wants you to have that gift so that whatever you're facing, you have peace. And oftentimes, we don't have peace because we oftentimes leave God out of it. And we try to deal with things ourselves, we try to handle things, we try to deal with the circumstances, and we're so busy trying to deal with the circumstances that God is saying, come on here, come on in. It's kind of like what I see the sanctuary as. Isn't that funny we call this a sanctuary? Isn't that ironic? What's a sanctuary? A place of peace. It's a place where God says, uh, would you leave your worries at the door? Would you leave them there and come into a sanctuary where God is and you've been invited this, tonight to come here so that you might just rest in God's peace? Leave everything outside and come into the peace. That's what God wants for you. But God doesn't want you to leave tonight without it. God wants you to take it with you. Okay, in Luke chapter 2, this is the story of when the angel came and appeared before the shepherds. And it starts, look at verse 13. Let me just, I'll read 13 for you. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, now say this with me, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Isn't that ironic? The angels came and told them about the Savior who was born and then the angels break out in song and say, glory to God, and what for us? Peace. That's what Jesus brought. Jesus brought that peace for you and for me. Okay, one more Bible verse. Second Thessalonians, towards the back of your Bible, page 838. 838. Now, here's the other reason why I wanted you to look at the Bible tonight. We want to give you a gift tonight. We want you to take one of these Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, or you say, you know what, I like this Bible, this is kind of cool. Or, if you didn't get your shopping done and you still need a gift for somebody, grab a Bible. <laughs> Go ahead, grab two, grab three, we don't care. Grab as many as you want to. Do you know why we have those Bibles? Because members of the faith family said, you know what, we'd like to bless people with Bibles. And so we've been giving away hundreds of Bibles. So take a Bible, put your name in it, mark it. Mark those places we've been looking at tonight. Go back and mark them. 
and go back tonight and read them. Because God wants to speak to you. And this is the avenue that God uses to speak to us. Because we want more than anything for you to know who God is and to have a relationship with God. Okay, 2 Thessalonians, page 838. Look in the right column, chapter 3, way down at the bottom, bottom where it says final greetings. Verse 16. Read it with me. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Now this is really cool. I want to walk you through this verse. May the Lord of peace. It doesn't say may the God who has peace or the God who gives peace. It says the Lord of peace. The God of peace. That peace and God go hand in hand together. That when we talk about God, we have to talk about peace because God came to give us peace. Peace with God. Peace with other people. God came to reconcile us to himself and he does that by the cross, which gives us peace. And that's what God wants tonight. God wants you to be reconciled with him and God will give you peace tonight. Now, it says the Lord of peace himself give you peace. Now, here's the really cool thing. I want to teach you a little bit of Greek tonight, okay? When God says in there, give you peace, do you know in the Greek there's an article? An article is the. So put the the in it. Give you which peace? The peace. Do you know that there's not 50 kinds of peace? There's not three kinds of peace. There's not two kinds of peace. If you want peace, real peace, as Jesus said, the peace that passes all understanding. You don't even understand how much peace it is. Paul's prayer there was that may the Lord of peace give you the peace, the only one. And it only comes from God. But remember, you can't have peace without God. When you say yes to God, God comes with peace. You know, I know a lot of people that are searching for that peace. You probably know some. It might be you. They work a lot, trying to escape what's going on inside. Some people will drink a lot this Christmas, way too much. They're trying to escape because they can't find that peace. Some people will lose their tempers. Some people are gonna get really angry all kinds of bad stuff happen. People have, they eat too much, eating disorders, lashing out. Some people quit. Some people walk out. Some people walk out on other people. Some people escape. Why? Because something's not right here. And I don't know if that's where you are tonight, but I need you to know, and I really want you to know, that God loves you, and that's why he was born. And God wants you to have a relationship with him because God wants you to, to give you the greatest gift you could ever receive. Number one, heaven, because of a relationship with him. But number two, peace. Don't leave here tonight. And this is for everybody. Everybody, don't leave here tonight before you say, God, can I have that peace? 
And I know it only comes through you. So I want you and I want peace. And friends, I'll promise you something. That no matter what kind of an external Christmas, circumstantial Christmas you have, it'll be your best Christmas ever. Because you're going to have that peace that God gives. Let's pray. God of peace, we are praying for peace tonight. That every person here would understand how much you love them, that you sent Jesus to be born and to die on a cross so that we could be in a relationship with you. Give us that peace tonight, God, that peace that passes all human understanding. Give us that peace so that we might experience the best Christmas of our entire life. In Jesus' name we pray and all of God's people said, amen.